If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Frank and Beans. The Sex and Relationships Podcast. With me, Beth. And me, Brian. And our very furry, adorable new co-host... Dutch the dog. Dutch the dog. <laughs> He's so adorable. He's just being a good boy and wagging his tail. He is the best boy that ever was. I adopted him yesterday from the Fayetteville Animal Shelter. So, y'all, if you're looking for a very good boy, they have lots of very good boys and girls there. Yeah, Dutch is, Dutch is a sweetheart. <laughs> He's literally the best dog ever. He doesn't jump up. I haven't heard him bark. No, he's just a little two-year-old boy. That's He doesn't all. lick you. He doesn't try to jump in your lap. He only gives kisses <laughs> when they are warranted, okay? Like, he's he's like, you are being a good mom. You deserve a smooch. Very consensual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes him the best boy of all. Yeah. Only consensual smooch. He doesn't jump on, yeah, he doesn't jump on the, the furniture, like you said, unless you invite him to. No, and he is a tennis ball champion. Yes, he is. He lives for fetch. We're talking about you. Yes, we yeah. are. He's so yes, we good. are. I'm yeah. sorry I don't have anything. Oh, I know, because he knows I'm hiding his tennis ball right now so that he won't go crazy. No. <laughs> but yeah, so that's our, our newest co-host. And um, yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with him. So we anyway. should speak. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> we were joking about that last night at the Black Apple show. Like we were like, what if like we were outside smoking? <laughs> like, what if he just lit up like he's like the smoking <laughs> cigarette dog? <laughs> like, It'll be so weird. <laughs> but anyway. Um, speaking of weird. Speaking of weird, let's recap. Oh, no. Down. Good boy. Sit. Good boy. Um, so let's recap our last episode. It was weird sex laws. Weird sex laws. I'm kind of. Which was kind of piggybacked off our weird sex history thing. And yeah. um, I think you guys got a little over it after a while. <laughs> I know we were over it. I was listening to it in yeah. about at Massachusetts. Uh, we were yeah, we just were just kind of like. like meh, meh. Yeah. So anyway, but one of the things that we did do on the last episode that was a lot of fun is that we answered our first listener email. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. We we She had some questions about, you know, what if you're in a relationship and somebody has been liking your significant other's like photos and like, is it okay to friend that person? And we felt like it was, especially if it's like the relationship photos. Like, obviously, it seems like it's not too fishy. It's it's like cool, right? You know, like she's just trying to be nice. Well, it's, yeah, and the person was was liking the the pictures of both of them. Yeah, not just, just him. him on his yeah. his own. So, um, so that kind of got us to like we had quite a lot of conversation after the fact about that about technology and relationships and. Um, how, you know, technology and relationships has changed the way that things go. Um, like right from the very beginning of relationships, you know, you have like the initial co- like communications where you'll have, you know, like before it used to be like, okay, you met a girl in, in person, you liked her, you know, or not yeah, liked you, her, you, you, you liked her, her so number. you got her phone number or you like got, you looked her phone number up in the phone book. Like that was Ooh, old school. Yeah, like, that's, that's creepy. Did I that mean, happen? That happened. Yeah, yeah. that would happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to look up all the boys' phone numbers that I liked. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When I, well, I mean, like when you were like, <laughs> I was pretty young at the time. <laughs> but, but I remember the boy that I had the biggest crush on in third grade. His name was Brad. Mm-hmm. And his phone number on All That's Holy was 942 Poop. <laughs> <laughs> Someone I knew um, in in uh, Springfield, theirs was uh, five. 581 dick. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Mine used to be for the longest time. I had the phone number 513-5531 for the longest time. And we used to say it was like so pimping because like we could like like you'd see a guy at a stoplight and he thought he was cute. You could just one hand it. You'd be like 513-5531 with one hand. (laughs) It was uh, pretty slick. Yeah. Perfect. But you know, like, I mean, sometimes like that was... You know, it was hard, but it, but that's the way that things were. So was it really harder? Right. And when you had your um, your landline phone. Oh, my God. You yes. had to, A, be home to answer it. Right. Or leave the girl a message that you liked Ooh. and hope that her family didn't listen to it first. <laughs> right. 
Because if that was my family, oof. Yeah, so now you can text, you can uh, message, you can, um, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it made a little pop. Yeah, it sounds good. I got a growler, so I, uh, <laughs> it's not the normal cracking sound. We're not sound. fucking around today. Yeah. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I got a growler at Black Apple last night of our favorite. The Spice, spice of, of Life. life. It is so delicious. So Black Apple, sponsor us, please. Yeah, I wonder if um, we could have like the official <laughs> the official cider of Frankenbeans. Yeah, right? It would be the spice of life. It would be. It would <laughs> have to be. We love it. Although those slushies were so good. It was funny. When they got rid of the slushies, they were like, Beth, for real, uh, we have to have a talk. The slushies <laughs> are gone. But good news, the spice of life is back. Mm. And I was like, no one is going to die today. <laughs> and they serve it warm. Yeah, Have you I, had don't, that? I don't like that. You know me and hot fruit. Yeah, Ugh. I gotcha. That makes sense. That makes so. sense. So now instead of calling somebody yeah. on their landline, and uh, now there's you know text, obviously, yeah. Facebook Messenger. It's so much easier. It's the like, dating sites. It's like a, it's like not cowardly, but you know you. It's so much easier to hide behind a text message. Sure. Than to have the balls to call someone. Yeah. But also, don't ever fucking call me because I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> right. Me too. I'm, I'm the same way. I despise talking on the phone. Like, if somebody calls me, I'm just like... <sighs> when I'm driving, that's about the only time I want to talk on the phone. Yeah. Um, if I'm just chilling at the house or doing something, yeah. I, no, I don't want to talk oh, on the phone. I feel really bad saying that, too, because I know that, um, that somebody I used to date... <laughs> listens to the show while he's driving and he would call me while he was driving and I would it was like I liked him so much that I would power through talking on the phone. It just it, it, it Ryan, puts you I'm sorry. I hated it, but I I <laughs> you so much. It just puts you in such a weird I mean it's not convenient. No. You know, I mean I, I guess if you put it on speakerphone, maybe you can kind of move around the house and do stuff, but yeah. Um, to just have this thing onto your ear. But when you're driving, yeah, you're right. Like, you're stuck there. You might as well talk to somebody. Right. And, and it, you know, the radio sucks. Unless yeah. you're listening to Frank and Bean's podcast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or the other ones we'll uh, get to on the shout outs. Um, yeah, there's the burp there number one. There was the one. first burp. Um, but the radio sucks. And, you know, I've been through my playlist 10,000 times. Exactly. And... Between working out and driving, I have been through my playlist so fucking many times. Right. So I mean, yeah, talking on the, on the phone, phone, it's kind of it's kind of a mindless activity. You can just oh, kind of yeah. drive and do it. And the but, last couple times I drove back from Illinois, you better believe I was like calling people left and right, right. like, "Hey, Dad, hey, sisters, hey, you know, friends that I haven't talked to in a while, yeah. but like to talk on the phone." Um, but yeah, uh, but and then it was literally like I remember the last time I drove back, I was like, "How the fuck did I get home?" <laughs> like I literally don't remember that entire seven hours, right? <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, but yeah, like, and now you, you know, it's, it's easier because you can just text somebody and then like, if she doesn't text you back, obviously not interested. Right. And and, and maybe, uh, maybe it's not so like you can get, you, you're able to hide behind something with the text message because if you call and the person doesn't answer, well, maybe they're not there. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they're out. Maybe uh, yeah. there's too many uh, options of what this person could be doing. Right. They don't respond to your text. It's a clear they, uh, reason why yeah. they're not responding to your text. Or, you know, like, okay, so this is something that came up sort of recently, too, is that, okay, so me and my two good friends, Steph and Taylor, um, we are all on, like, a online dating hiatus. Mm -hmm. And um, it was funny because, like, we've all been off the apps, but then um, Steph was noticing that she was getting more and more, like, Facebook friend requests from dudes lately. Right. And not ones that she was interested in necessarily, but like what's kind of cool about that is like, you know, right away, like you just see this girl online and you're like, oh, she's hot. Like I should friend request her. Well, obviously if she declines that, boop, not interested, yeah, you know, too easy, so easy. <clears throat> but also if they do accept doesn't mean that they're interested. Mm hmm. It could just be that they have a podcast that they're trying to promote relentlessly. <laughs> I mean, which I've been very guilty of lately. Sure, but uh, I mean that's I mean that's kind of the thing, and I need to because I'm almost at five thousand, and I've been, are you? I've really been. You got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. So you don't want to miss out on. Well, I need to go through and which one of you didn't like the podcast? <gasps> You're out, skis. You're out. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean. So I can make room so for 
for more. Like the podcast, ladies. Right. Okay. Or you're, or you're, or you're, you're out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how much the sound went out when we posted out of the same yeah. time? It <laughs> bounced off. I was trying to hear the I thought I could hear like the leaves and stuff. We've got the door open for the dog, and plus it's kind of a, a nice cool a nice fall autumn day. afternoon. Yeah. Also though, Brian, mm-hmm. what did I learn today? That the house in the studio may actually be haunted. Yeah, there was actually because um, I was like, I, I was on, I was looking at Brian's counter, and there's a piece of mail to a man named Ernie, and I was like, "Who's Ernie?" And he's like, "Oh, just the guy that died in here. Died, died in the house. Like he was. <laughs> yeah, he died in the and house. I'm like, how many times have I said, is the house haunted? And, and like it, jokingly, and and at a very might will n- be. No point in time did you indicate at all that that could be an no, actual thing. Totally forgot about that. But yeah, died in the house. And last night, last night was really weird. You know how you just get this feeling, like in oh a yeah. Room? <clears throat> and also, I had a lot of like shadows out of the corner of my eye last night it was hard to sleep really i didn't go to sleep till five o'clock <gasps> oh my gosh dutch dutch what's happening all right he may <clears> have <throat> to go outside no this tennis ball is gonna be dangerous business yeah. there we go all right oh. Dutch is a happy boy <laughs> okay anyway he just <laughs> the tennis ball thing is a double-edged sword <laughs> okay okay no more doggy distractions all right you can edit that out if you want yeah probably will. <laughs> okay um but anyway so yeah it was like a lot easier i don't think it was easier but i think people like just had more of a built-in ball system back in the day when you were forced into like communicating well, sure. with people more directly and you know i mean i'm i'm 35 so cell phones became like available to everybody probably when i was about 20 yeah i mean i was gonna say like the the time period i can really remember like cell phones starting to be a more regular thing right was like i was working at the chicagoland apartment guide and Mm. i was the receptionist i was the pam beasley of that joint um (laughs) (laughs) but um Anyway, so, like, I remember my boss, Heather, had, like, the Nextel chirp, and her and her boyfriend would chirp all goddamn day long, and it would make me nuts. Like, I was like, I don't want to communicate with somebody that much. I knew that way back, and and it was just like, you know, I just, I I knew I had a feeling that this was going to be more of an inconvenience than a convenience. Sure. As soon as technology sort of came over. So, me. I mean, what I was trying um, when when I would have to call a girl, her dad might answer. Right. Her mom might answer. Oh, yeah. And that was And they more, could be listening. Yeah. And that was more nerve wracking than, than anything. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Sorry. I was just like, I felt like I was leaning into this a little too much. It is a boom mic. This. Yeah. Okay. And now you can. Now you can. Oh yeah! Now oh, oh look at that! There you go. <gasps> Golly, that one. Man, happens. I've got some editing to do on this one. I know that's okay. You'll be <laughs> all right. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was just. It was weird, and and yeah, your parents could be listening. They could answer. Oh, I guarantee um, my sisters were listening all there, the time. There was one girl I had to call. I didn't have to call her, but I would call her. And she, her dad was crazy. Really? <laughs> and if he picked up that phone, you just knew to hang up. Oh, no. Yeah. <clears throat> like, my nuts. mom was super cool, but, like, she probably tried to, like, talk to people a little too long. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, hi, sweetie, how are you? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one like, time. Like, mom, the phone is not for you. It is for me. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time um, my mom was on the other line and somebody called for me. And um, she said, no, I'm on the, uh, he'll call you back. I'm on the other line. And then, so they went back to talking about this party that we were supposed <gasps> to go to that night. Oh, no. oh. Uh. And like, I guess they didn't switch over <laughs> and she was sitting there listening to this party conversation. Oh, and no. So, so she brings me the phone. And she's like, Brandon called and you're going nowhere tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I remember one time where I was listening in on my mother's conversation with it's actually like my second cousin mm-hmm. who was like one of her best friends. So my aunt Lois is what we always call her. And my mom and her were like BFFs. And um, let's just say that I 
learned my lesson about <laughs> listening in on personal conversations by hearing something I definitely did not want to hear sure. about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember you told me about this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and that is the end of me listening to other people's <laughs> <Right>. phone calls. <laughs> There's another time my uh, my stepdad got a phone call and, and me and my brother answered it. Um, and we thought that it was our uncle. Uh-huh. So we gave it to our dad and then we, we went and got on the other line and we're like, we used to call uh, my uncle Gasser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we pick up the other line and we're like, hey, Gasser, what are you doing, Gasser? Oh, no. And then come to find out it wasn't Gasser. <gasps> oh, no. It was his, it was my stepdad's boss. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Are you going to be a good boy now? You're always a good boy, but okay. He's like, I dro- he's like, I dropped the tennis ball. Mom, can I come back? Yes, you can. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's move on to um, the second part, which was yeah, we were talking media. about social media, like how social media has affected um, in that particular part of technology, you know, affecting relationships, and um, you know, like that kind of talks about like our caller for our, our, our email from last <laughs> time was um, you know concerned about oh like you know there's this girl that keeps liking our photos, and you know I think. Um, that it's like it makes this whole new form of jealousy yeah. that exists that, you know, like um, where it's like, oh, who's this girl who keeps liking all your stuff? Right. Or who's like this who commented? Who's this? that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or what does that comment mean? Or, oh, yeah. you know, like there's just so many because it's like all these interactions that would have been had like maybe behind closed doors right or you know like we talked about it we're like oh you know like you and me posting pictures together like is that gonna like piss off somebody that you are dating or am i that i am dating or you know whatever and um so it's just kind of weird like how that it's like this whole new dynamic to dating that social media adds it's like there we go oh goodness come here bub technical difficulties but anyway, yeah, just like adds this whole new dynamic to dating that that didn't exist previously, where it's more reason for people to get jealous, right? And not just the um, the jealousy aspect, but we kind of were talking earlier with the friend request. Um, just because somebody sends you a friend request doesn't mean that they want to fuck you. Yeah, but um, it could also mean that it could. And what's the best way to kind of clarify that? Probably communication. 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 I hate it when you say that, but you're right. <laughs> um, um, it's funny too because, um, w- like, the, along that same whole lines, like the um, the big one that's always a social media thing is like your status, like in a sure. relationship or single. Oh, like, and, and and maybe we should go ahead and tackle that. But it's like, yeah, yeah, the whole uh, Facebook uh, official. official, yeah, yeah. And how long do you wait to do that? Oh, my God. So after my last relationship, like, you know, we had dated for two years, we two and a half years, and we had been friends for a really long time before that. And so when we broke up, I was devastated, yeah. like, devastated. Okay. But like three months later, and I stayed off his Facebook for the longest time because I just knew, I, you know, if you look on there, you're going to not be happy with what you see. And of course, like three months later, I was like in a relationship with mm. someone else. And I'm telling you what, I saw red for the first well, time in my life. Like, what you left out of that story was that it took you two years before this guy would agree to oh, go yeah. Facebook official. Yeah. yeah. Like, because he was always like pushing, like, let's be in a relationship, let's be official. And I was like, no. Right. And then, you know, and then. But that was also always a big deal to him because he was Mr. Player Player. Mm -hmm. And it was always like, okay, like, you know, the day that we had decided even we were going to be like Facebook official, it was a big deal to both of us. Right. Because to him, that was like, hey, all the other pussy in the world, I'm taken now. Yeah. You know, so it's a big deal for guys to do that because you're hanging up the, you know, you're hanging up the cleats. Yeah. And what I'll do (laughs) if I'm I'm like... Seriously dating someone, um, I won't put that I'm in a relationship, but I will remove to where everybody can see single. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So that's another thing to kind of watch out for, I too. just never have anything on there, because then it gets stupid. Right. Yeah. Um, 
it's just not displayed if I'm in the if I'm dating somebody. You take that single I wanna, off. I take okay. it off, and that's fair. So there, that's another option. That's a for step everyone. in the right direction, I sure. suppose. Because I also think that, like, oh, in a relationship, it's like we're announcing our engagement or right. something. <laughs> you it's know? so serious. It's a little tacky, but it is for serious. Me. I mean, you know. But yeah, that does mean that you're very serious. And with what's that person, what's so. strange to me is when when people are married. But they don't have that displayed on their on their uh, landing page. Ah. But then, if you go to about, it will show that they're married to so and so, and it's like because that it, means that so and so has them tagged it as theirs. Yeah, but for them to to hide that, Ooh. I mean, it feels like they're hiding it. Maybe they're not. I don't Maybe know. Maybe they're but, not. I don't know. Yeah, know. that's weird. Anything else about social media you can think of that's um. changes a relationship or? You know, I don't know. I would just, I mean, I would just say to the audience, like, don't take it too seriously. Like, you'll drive yourself crazy if you think too hard about what a comment means or what a like means or like, you know. Oh, and and now you can, on Facebook, you can react with, you know, a heart or Mm -hmm. the wow Oh, yeah, there's more than just like. It's like emoji, heart eyes. And like, for me, you know, I think like if you, like if you look at a lot of our like uh, group conversations on there, like ours with Zach and stuff, we're like, like those things have almost become a joke right. to us, you know, where it's like heart eye emojis is like sure. some, something stupid, like a poop gif somebody sent or whatever, you <laughs> right. know, and it's like, so, you know, the context of it for us obviously has changed, but I think for a lot of other people it hasn't. Yeah. So, you know, like what if like, um, you know, let's say, let's pretend for a minute we're in a relationship, Brian. No. Right. <laughs> um, and then like some girl, like, heart eye emojis your new profile pic by yourself sure yeah i'm gonna be like who the fuck is that bitch yeah right and, <laughs> and why mean, is she heart eye emojiing your picture brian right and i've gotten and i've even texted you sometimes i'm like oh yeah. so and so loved this yeah picture. And, you and you get, get excited ex- about get it because somebody it sure. you might be interested in but then somebody who i'm not interested in if they <laughs> heart it i'm like oh no oh. Fuck. Oh. I mean, maybe Brian, that's how you weed through this. <laughs> maybe that's how you, you know, your five thousand, your five thousand debacle. Right. Maybe that's how you get through that. You look at what was my initial reaction when that person heart eye, yeah, heart eye that pick. Then also, um, but I mean, some relationships can start online through Facebook. I mean, that's True. kind of a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think you've you've. Uh, met people in person that you probably wouldn't have if it wasn't for Facebook. Absolutely, yes, I've done yeah, the same, yeah, so. and I've done that, and that was a good thing because, especially like for me, Facebook isn't like online dating. You know, it's no, like because it, I generally for. am not friends with someone unless they are in my inner circle somehow. Right. Yeah. So you know, like the most recent person I had dated, it was you know somebody that I essentially met through Facebook. Right. But you know, I I could feel good about the fact that they were like a real life person because you had met them in real life and yeah. you know all that sort of stuff you know now that uh he's a good boy. he is a, such a good, boy. <laughs> he was a good boy but um anyway so i don't know it can be a good tool to meet people but just don't take it too seriously yeah don't like, take it too seriously just because somebody likes your picture or loves your picture or heart eye emojis it because that's just it too is like again let's pretend we're in a relationship and some girl heart eye emojis your your photo that doesn't mean you are happy about it in fact if anything it can cause you a lot of anxiety sure and just because that's something somebody else did they may have done it to stir the pot you know Ooh, i know i'll get her real jealous by heart eye emojiing brian's new profile pic right and then i know that'll piss her off and it'll cause a fight with them and then he'll be free to date me Mm. you know like there's bitches think that way okay i'm just saying like i know how it works fair enough (laughs) so not that i've ever done anything that diabolical my diabolical moves are way more diabolical than that but (laughs) but at any rate don't use social media as a tool for evil use it as a tool for good and just meeting people and you know that's good technology in relationships absolutely um the other thing that that causes though is like the speed of things to to go much more quickly i think than they would organically in real life Uh, yeah and i agree and i think it's easier to Especially with social media. Well, not even with social media, just technology in general. It's easier and faster to get to know somebody than it was the old fashioned way. Like, I've got to go out with this person. 
two or three times to get a real grip of who this person is. Yeah, or you would have to, like... Yeah, so we were talking about the speed of dating. Yeah, and um, how technology affects that, you know, like... Okay, like, I can remember when I was a teenager, Mm. and I could remember waiting days for the phone to ring. Sure. Or days for, like, you know, that, like... Oh, I gave him my phone number. I wonder if he'll ever get back to me. Like, and you would wait and wait and wait forever. Nowadays, twenty four hour maximum between phone number and not, and like, it seems like, or, you know, just the speed of getting back to each other back and forth. Like, you would have to, like, let's say the guy like called me, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't home, so he had to leave me a voicemail. Then I would get back to him, (laughs) and maybe it was the next day before he got that message. Right. But then he called me back and I was at work. You know, you could be doing that back and forth yeah, phone for tag. days. Yeah, forever. For days because that was your only. And then the only other thing you could do would be like, you know, I can remember like I worked at the mall. So like sometimes if like somebody wanted to see me, they would have to come and, and like go to. The, oh, I know she works at Gadzooks at night. Right. So I'm going to go over to Gadzooks and like hang out there. Like. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Which totally dates me. I realize that. <laughs> Yes, I worked at Gadzooks in high school. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's just like you were so much more patient with the way that things went. And I think that that speaks a lot to, you know, like because now it's like, oh, well, you know, we had sex last night and he didn't text me all day today. So he must hate me now. Right. Or he doesn't. He's not into me anymore. But we talked about that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there could be many reasons for that, which we've already talked about, like this, you know, serotonin, testosterone thing where he's balancing his body again. But, you know, we used to be so much more prepared for that time in the past. Right. And now technology and the speed of everything of life has gotten so much faster that we don't take our time with these things anymore. Which kind of makes me think that's why things don't tend to last well, the way that they used to. And, and we didn't think about this earlier, but now talking about it, also the number of people that you're oh, able yeah. to talk to at the same time yes. um, has become insane. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's it would be nothing for somebody to talk to. Um, let's say seven. Okay, like let's say I'm talking to seven dudes at the same time on Tinder, right? Right. Which is not unrealistic. It's a little on the high end, but... right. Let's just say I'm talking to seven dudes at one time on Tinder. If there had been seven dudes calling my house in 1996, my mom would have had a royal shit fit. Not only that, (laughs) guy number two through seven Mm -hmm. are trying to call you and the phone's busy because you're on the phone with guy number one. Yeah. You couldn't get away. I mean, maybe you could get away with it, but we were just talking about how much of a nuisance talking on the phone is, oh, yeah. even with a cell phone. And then call waiting, you know, oh, you're like, oh, okay, like, boom, technology, call waiting comes along. Right. Okay, so then you're talking to this guy. Oh, call waiting, hold on, that guy calls. You're already like, this is overwhelming, okay? Right. Two guys at once can't do it. Right, no. Uh, but now- So the monogamy of it was a little bit more... Sure. So like you said, um, because things do move faster and because you're able to talk to multiple people at the same time, that's probably a very big contributor as to why shit doesn't work anymore. Yeah, like monogamy is just seemingly out the window. But also, um, we did find an article from the Huffington Post, which I'm I'm guessing they're they're actually That's legit, yeah. That's peer-reviewed, Brian. (laughs) They say that online dating actually delays in real-life meetings. They say IRL meetings. IRL. See? Technology trying to move everything (laughs) along. Right? Um... They say, whatever dating site you use, you meet someone and immediately, they've got meet in quotations. Yeah. You meet someone and immediately start fantasizing about them because it can be more fun than reality. (gasps) That's so true. How many times have you been like, oh my God, this girl's so pretty. Oh my God, she's so cool. We have this great conversation. Like everything is just going to be so great. And then you meet another person that's like, Majority of the more time. times than you would like to remember. Yeah, majority of the time, and um, they but say it's what, because you get it worked up in your head before. Yeah. I've never really thought about it that way. That's crazy. A mental health counselor and founder of Pretty Padded Broom, B. Arthur, B. Arthur, <laughs> B. Arthur, um, what? says 
I see people delaying meeting in person for as long as possible, although we know better. And I mean, it goes on to say because it's it, it's more of a fantasy to talk to this person and imagine this person. Excuse me. Ooh, there um, you go. Than it is to meet this person and have all of your dreams come crashing down before your eyes. But you know what? It's funny because when we were back when we were doing that online dating series, that answers that whole question because how Mm. many of the women that wrote in were like, why do guys act like they just want to have a pen pal or they just want to keep talking to you and never actually meet in real life? Right. But there is the why. There is one of the whys. Um, it's one of the whys, yeah. But because yeah. it could just be that they're like lying about who they are online, which is a big one. But also, it could just be. Oh my god, the dog is growling. Um, it could just be that they are like they've had so many of these experiences where they end up meeting somebody in real life and they end up being disappointed. Sure. That they would rather just keep you this fantasy in their head. How about that? Holy shit. Um. Yeah, and I can see that. I mean, like, sometimes I get on there and uh, I'm not real direct with the women that I don't want to talk to. Mm-hmm. So if they message me first, I'm like, oh, shit. I have to, I'm still polite and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, but even in that, I think there's a, there's more of a fantasy because I know if I meet this, in pers- this person in person, um, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. And but you um, like that little ego stroke. Sure. Who doesn't? I mean, I don't need it. That's why I get on stage once a week, at least. Sure. Maybe, maybe I, I, I do need to give that a shot. Although it can also be the biggest ego smasher. <laughs> I right. really like, and I tanked. Okay. Well, mm. no more life insurance jokes for me. <laughs> so the speed of dating, we can see where um, it can kind of accelerate things and it can, you can get to know someone faster that way. Yeah. Um, through texting and, and, and messaging. But it can also be too fast. Sure. Or it can be detrimental to the relationship. Or it could be too much. Yeah. Or like speaking of too much at the same time, Mm. like the availability of online pornography. Oh. Is another thing that like technology and relationships has like, I guess sort of like not ruined necessarily. And this is, you know, there's a case for both sides again with all of these things. But um, like the availability of pornography. Mm Mm-hmm like has almost made sex like so unrealistic in real life where it's like, yeah, good point. You know, you're so um, desensitized because you've seen so many of these things online that are, you know, thrown at your face essentially almost every day, even even in movies and everything too. But, you know, then it's like, Oh, you get this girl in real life. who It's like, Oh, I would have, any other day of the week been really happy with having sex with her right. because she doesn't have big giant fake tits and, you know, isn't doing all kinds of crazy porno shit. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's made sex, uh, like the a sexual ideal harder to achieve for a real person. Very true. Very so. true. And I, I can remember, um, God, that's awful. I'm never buying these aluminum points again. <laughs> no, damn it. But um, I was in a relationship, and this is, um, I mean, porn, online porn's been out since the internet. Since the internet, yeah. But um, We knew that, because remember, we were like, as soon as photography was (laughs) a thing, they started making dirty photos. But I was in a relationship, and I was living with this girl, and um, she worked first shift, I worked second shift, so I'd come home, and she'd be asleep, and it'd be two, three hours before I was ready to go to sleep. So what did I do all night? Beat it. Yep. Beat it. Just beat it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, that did kind of affect. Oh. I mean, you got to have a like sign. That of, yeah. That um, sound effect's not bad. Um, but, yeah, you know, and, and that's just it. It's like, in a way, it can be good because, like, okay, like, let's think of people who maybe, like, oh, when you were serving overseas. Right. Like, you missed your wife. You really missed sexual intercourse yeah you could just throw on some online pornography and be okay oh for sure there was one time (laughs) so so it's like helpful in that way or you know like the weird fantasy stuff that people are into that maybe their spouse isn't sure they are able to get out a lot of those like you know those needs by 
seeing or by having the availability of it or they're feeding those those needs which could also be which could also be bad yeah uh, that could go either way yeah because there's some weird shit out there there's some real weird shit real out weird there. shit but back to iraq um so i had a we all had like the external hard drives yeah and just loaded with movies and, and shows <laughs> and porn yeah um, and I don't know why. Maybe maybe four months into it, we it's like your your own porn gets pretty stale. <laughs> so we had like a, porn share. <laughs> we had like a porn swap meet, <laughs> and everybody is 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 uh, sharing their their stuff. Oh my god! And, oh, have you seen this one? You got to get this one. Oh, and, that's hilarious! And then after the porn swap, it was like. 40 minutes of silence in that time. Right, because you're like, oh my God, I know <laughs> what you new, watch. Yeah, all this new material. It's like... Well, mm. yeah, you were... No, it wasn't like we were ashamed of oh. what we were each into. It was like, <laughs> here's new porn, and I'm and, jerking and, it now. Yeah, and yeah. Silence in so, that fucking just tent. <laughs> headphones and penises out. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. But you know, I mean, I guess like in that sense, it has its like technology has its good sides, but it also has its bad sides. Because yeah, does that actually desensitize you to regular sex? And I, I and I think it does. But does it also give you the opportunity to maybe like uh, live out some of those like fantasies that maybe you can't get with your partner at but home? Maybe you shouldn't. I mean, I'm thinking like the dark shit. Like- oh no, I'm thinking like okay, like let's say like you are into like you are into like. Oh, I know what you're into, Brian. Your third grade teacher, Mrs. Whatever, with the long skirts and the kids, okay? Sure. The long time skirt and kids. This is Brian's biggest fantasy, okay? His third grade teacher. Kindergartner. You, kindergarten teacher. Was it kindergarten? Yeah. I thought it was third grade for some reason. Miss Dawson. God. Shouts to Miss Dawson. <laughs> In your hot, long denim skirts and kids. Mm. So, okay. This is like, and this is how weird best friends we are. Like, I know that about him. <laughs> It's not okay that I know that about you, but it sort of is funny. But anyway, um, so like you can go on to you porn or whatever and be like denim skirts and kids and you can find that and you can like beat off to it and you can be good to go and you don't have to try to make your partner feel weird and be like, will you please wear dress like a Mormon for me. Dress like a Mormon. <laughs> Get- Talk Mormon to me. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> no, but you get what I'm no, saying. That's a good you point. Know? Yeah. Like, so it has its upsides, it has its downsides because that could actually make you more addicted to that weird thing that you like. And then, like, I'm not saying any, like, but like, kids. Right. Yeah. Like, people that are into that, does that just make it worse or does that maybe. Make it. Uh, I don't even like to think about that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, the good side of online porn is like watch it together. <gasps> there you go. Um, good ideas. I mean, everybody just kind of you know, I don't want to say has boring sex, but they have like uh, with my ex-wife. <laughs> it was like we're going to do this for three minutes, and then we're going to do this for five minutes, and then it's oh no, and then it's time for this, and it's like switch it up a little bit. <sighs> um. You know? Yeah, uh, but I've had people like that too, where you're like, "Oh, this is the two minutes we do this, and we now we start in this position, and, we always, and then and we're then gonna we, always move to this, and, and then, then we're gonna move right to that, and it's just like, oh, it's just like so repetitive, right? And it gets boring. <sighs> Say it, Dad. <laughs> Dad, please tune out for the next <laughs> two minutes. Do not listen to this next two minutes, Henry Franzek. Pause. Okay. Now that my dad has had time to tune out, my ex and I, we would like watch dirty movies and we'd be like, let's do what they do. Oh, there you go. And then it was fun because it was like, okay, now was, did he have the worst pornography of all time? Absolutely. So it became a funny thing and then we were just laughing at it and having fun, but it's just like, it's something like fun and different, you know, that you're like, okay, let's try to do what they're doing. Like, and like, whatever. But, you know, and again, it just was like, it's just something out of the ordinary. And then it can be something where it's like, okay, this is a thing that I'm into and I really need sexually. Or, hey, that looks fun. Yeah. Let's try that. Exactly. Or, you know, maybe you can kind of, if you're having that boring, weird, like, scheduled sex, um, 
get some new ideas. Get- yeah. Or that could be their opportunity to be like, oh, that's something I definitely wouldn't want you to do. Or, sure. hey, that's actually something I've been meaning to say that I like or whatever, you know. Because once you see it, it's a little less weird to talk about it. True. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But I, I, w- I would have You're to say welcome. that it's very, very hard to find porn for couples yeah, for sure. Like that's it, it. That's the only thing that doesn't exist in the realm of porn is like normal sex porn. Well, no, that's not true. Yeah, like there are certain sites that are um, that are just a little bit more like realistic, but also very sexy. Okay, I can't find them. I haven't been able to find them. It's like I'll let you know about it's which like, ones I know about. Later. <laughs> not that I'm watching pornography. It's like huge-breasted redhead fucks her stepson. Oh my god! <laughs> the amount of stepchildren. It is so this. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the? Door? I haven't screamed in a while, but oh my god! Like, <laughs> why is every single video on you porn? Stepchildren, stepdad, stepmill, step. It's like, ah! <laughs> what happened to like the delivery guy, the plumber, the fucking, the pool boy, yeah, the Come tutor? On. I mean, right. Yeah. It's all step. Oh. oh, it's so gross. Like, you filthy, filthy people. Right. I don't. And the only reason why people watch it is because it's half, like, if you take the whole, like, stepchild step sibling thing out of your head it's decent porn like right but just don't like why do you know oh, why why i don't know i don't know why that's it makes a- me so sick to my stomach yeah just oh god yeah just like why can't you just be like hey dude fucks hot chick and then it's like okay bloop Okay. There was a porn. great movie. I wish because there's no there's there's zero <laughs> fucking storyline in porn anymore. And it's That's what's weird is I like the story. No, there was I this want. one called Double Feature. And it was <laughs> the best. I would fast forward through the sex scenes just to get to the the plot. Oh um, my god, that's hilarious. It was it was like two parodies of um Frankenstein and then like um Mars attacks or something. Stop it! And so, uh, aliens were coming down, and they found out that, like, you know, their alien race couldn't keep up with their sex drive, so they needed like. Earth- you would like some dork ass. <laughs> <shit like that. laughs> but so it was like Earth males could keep up with their libido. Earth girls are easy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the scientists found out that, like, hey, if I drink this serum and I come all over these aliens. I'll defeat them. They'll die. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was Frankenstein. This this mad scientist was so pissed that like no man could keep up with her and, and give her an orgasm. So she created this sex monster. Well, the sex monster got out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, they're fucking fast forward. Get oh back to the story. It was so good. <laughs> What's going to happen? I'm dying to know. Does the sex monster get caught? Does he eat everybody? What happens here? Okay, that is hilarious because you should be watching like the HBO like after hours because those are like the like actual ones that there's like pots and shit like that. But they don't show penetration and it's like that's true. Yeah, and it's like all dry humping and not even believable dry humping, and you're like, okay, (laughs) fucking HBO. Anyway, um, but <laughs> <laughs> online porn use it for good. Um, we should have well, online porn should be its whole own episode because that was going hilarious. Oh yeah, okay. that, that, that was good. I like yeah. that. Okay, but use, it, use it for good. The other thing that we wanted to bring up and that we uh, super the, excited the about the most celebratory part of the technology. technology. Get out of my head, you. <laughs> All right. Well. I think just one of us can talk. Okay. Um, but anyway. Uh, so basically, technology and the internet um, was the staple, the, the cornerstone for the LGBT community. LGBTQ community. Yes. And plus, and yeah, yeah I'm sure I know we're missing a few, but that. The, it has the, made like their lives so much more livable and happy and like they well, you th- know this like is, technology and the internet is responsible for connecting these people and exactly. getting them together and, because and- there are a lot of places in the world where it's you know like i mean sadly we're in the south you know and 
like you go a little bit farther south to Little Rock or and there's something. No gay bars here. There's, well, well, there's well one here in, there is. Right. Yeah, like here the gay community and like Northwest Arkansas is super progressive. We have one of the best prides, and you know I'm from Chicago. I have done Chicago Pride. You know, like Bloomington, Indiana Pride was shameful compared to this. Like. Northwest Arkansas Pride is one of the most amazing events I've ever seen. And I was so proud to be there. And like, that's just like one of the most beautiful things about the internet is that like in areas where it's not okay to be out, like you can find other people that are, you know, of, of your sexual orientation. And, um, you know, you don't have to go out there and like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was watching yesterday the shape of water mm-hmm. and I was on like this weird, like um, Oscar movie kick. Cause Which I, the shape of water is whatever you put it in. I just, I know, but it was like this Oscar. <laughs> well, it was on HBO. I have HBO on demand. So I watched, um, I watched uh, the greatest showman, which is so good. Is it really? Oh my God. I thought it was going to be lame because I normally hate musicals, but it was so fucking good. So the greatest showman do it. Um, but anyway, so then I was like, oh, Shape of Water. I'll watch that one because it like won the yeah. whatever award. Okay. And um, you especially would love it because it's like weird and sci-fi. No, I hated it. I hated it. You hated it? Yeah, I, I started watching it and I'm like, this is <sighs> stupid. Okay. I didn't realize that you had watched <laughs> it. Okay. I didn't finish it. But. but anyway, like, where the hell was I going with that? Um, LGBT community... Finding a voice. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? How did I go on that weird of a tangent? I don't know. I was watching it and I was like, what the hell? Why did that make me think of that? People into weird shit. I, oh, I remember now. Sorry. You remember her best friend in the movie? Because it's like shot in like the 1950s, right. supposedly. The older guy? The older guy yeah. who's like her best friend. And he's gay and... He go he goes to that pie shop because he the the guy that owns the pie shop is like he's cute and he like they've sort of been flirting the whole time mm-hmm. and then he like finally one day sort of just like puts his hand on him and he's like I'd like to get to know you better and he's like fucking faggot and like gets like you know throws him out of the restaurant and all this and that it's like. What a horrible experience right. when you've spent all this time like sort of building this relationship with somebody thinking that they might be interested in you and then you get chastised for finally going for it. Like, can right. you imagine just that happening over and over and over in your life and then just like how defeated you would feel? Oh, yeah. Then here come the, th- the internet and the internet is like, don't worry, we got you, dude. Right. Here are other people that are like you in You're your area. Alone. You're not alone. Like, what an amazingly beautiful invention for that. Right. Absolutely. Then, you know, and really, realistically for both sides, because if you're one of those like disgusting, homophobic, whatever weirdos, now you don't have to worry about people hitting on you in public. Because that's one of their biggest things. Oh, I mean, as long as they don't hit on me or whatever. That's such a well, fucking and, like. Yeah, it's like, guess what? First of all, don't flatter yourself, okay? Honey? Right, yeah. Have you seen the gay community? They are hot, hot, hot to trot. Right. Okay, so don't. They're not fl- messing with your, your Wranglers, <laughs> with, your, right. <laughs> with your Copenhagen in your back pocket. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. They're not going to hit on you. Right. So they got It's hot. just such homophobic garbage. It I is, hate it that is. so much. But that's what's so great about it is like it's good for you because it means they're not going to come hit on you in public they don't have to they have a plethora of their own people that they can hit on so don't fucking flatter yourself you homophobic weirdo and um anyway so yeah and then of course you know the people in the lgbtq community can find somebody that is into oh it's like we were talking about where like even people that are like not so attractive like there's somebody that is into you sure. into your type like that's the beauty of technology is that it, it makes us all so much more available <laughs> to the people that are it takes you know how many people there are on the planet seven billion now right it takes it takes seven billion down to what maybe one million that and are you, yeah and you can find your people yeah Find your people. And um, 
So hooray for technology. Absolutely. Yeah. It has its downsides. Hooray. Yeah. (laughs) Hooray. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Um, But anyway, I think think that pretty much sums it up. Technology and relationship, ups and downs, both good, but both some bad, but... Um, but yeah, it's twelve oh six, so we gotta get to them. Bears are playing. Them bears are playing. So, um, a sort of shout outs. I have three things coming up that I would like to share with the audience. And since this will be coming out Wednesday, if you are in Fort Smith, Arkansas, or anywhere near this Wednesday, November seventh, I will be performing at Heroes in Fort Smith at eight p.m. Um, the lovely and talented Natasha Ferrier. And my good friend, Patrick Cunningham. Yay. Didn't he come up in the last episode? He did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. About being married. Yeah. But um, anyway, I'm going to be performing with them on Wednesday, this Wednesday, the day this episode comes out at Heroes in Fort Smith. Um, Also, November 17th, please come out to Stage 18. We are doing an all-female show at Stage 18. That will be our live taping show. Uh, It's called Tits on Tape. Yep. And it's going to be such an amazing lineup. Me, Steph Wright, Taylor Hearn, Elaine Jackson, Kaya Hodo, who, God, I love Kaya. <laughs> she was at this last open mic, and she kills me. She yeah. is so funny. So, you guys, November 17th, stage 18, gots to go. And then also, I was just asked yesterday to do a show December 15th at Joe's Italian um, and that will be another female show with music and comedy. And that's uh, Joe's in Fayetteville? I I think there's a Joe's in Fayetteville. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be me, Taylor Hearn, Elaine Jackson. And there is talk that Samantha Hunt and Honey <gasps> Shuffle might be there. Oh, my goodness. I'll have to actually double. Shouts to Samantha Hunt. Yeah, she does her theme song. She's so great. So Samantha Hunt and Honey Shuffle, just like it sounds, Honey Shuffle. Check them out. Yeah. Also, shouts out to um, Trash Blood Podcast. Yep. Um, Pit, which is... People in Thought. People in Thought, which, which is, is Topher's. Topher Kogan. Topher's so cool. Topher's so great. And then uh, Guilty by Association, which Guilty. is... Yeah, Mike Tallarico's. How are you associated with Guilty by Association? <laughs> it's real funny. You'll want to listen to it. It's a good time. So Right on. Um, once again, you know, um, follow us on Facebook, Frankenbeans. Uh, Frankenbeans Podcast, I think. Yeah, we're on Twitter and Instagram, wherever you are, social media. Anyways, except Tumblr because it's dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've got questions, if you've got comments, um, email us your burning questions because our 25th episode coming up here in one, two, three. Yeah. Is going to be all your listener queries. Yeah. And that'll be a good one. I'm excited for that. Yeah. So email us at FNB podcast. The letters at, FNB podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Follow us on social medias. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Yep. Follow us. Subscribe. Um, whatever it is. Give us a review. Rate SoundCloud. us. SoundCloud. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Um, Let us know if you want to go out with either one of us. Yeah. Because we're both desperately single. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not desperately. JK. Uh, maybe not desperately single. But yeah. Uh, yeah, my inbox is open. So. And if you are a dog lover... Um, I am now a dog owner, so <laughs> so you guys can go on dog walks on a dog date. W date. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Yeah.